Welcome to the Mindful Personal Training Podcast with Dr. Clint Cepeda. Dr. Cepeda will discuss all the issues you face when losing weight, creating effective exercise design, and training with intensity. Dr. Cepeda is a health and exercise science researcher specializing in obesity, program design, and mindful behavioral changes. Be sure to stop by drclintcepeda.com for more information. And now, here is Dr. C. Thank you so much. Welcome back to Mindful Personal Training, the podcast with Dr. Clint Cepeda. That's me. And thank you for the lovely intro once again. We are actually on part two of New Year Old Habits. So this is the second of a uh, series that we wanted to talk about with changing these old habits that kind of just linger uh, from the previous year. Of course, it is the new year. And the first episode that we had at the beginning of the year, we talked about just a general sense of why the new year is so important, at least for exercise. We see it all the time. It's marketed to you. It is marketed in a way that it's fresh with new beginnings, a future for the next 12 months of how you want your body or how you can change your body. The challenging part is that we also focus on the date, January 1st, there for some people, right at the stroke of midnight, that the next day will be the day that changes your physical life. And we have been feeding into that. We have been reading into that. We have been trying to practice that. And every news report from your local radio station or local news station will talk about the best habits for this year, the top 10 things to do in this new year. The best way to train, the best way to diet, blah, 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 blah. But nobody ever talks about how the old habits that you have carried over from the previous year doesn't change just because it hits January 1st. So for this week, we'd like to talk about your cardiovascular attitude. Now, what is cardiovascular? Well, I mean, generally... It's just the strength of how that heart and those lungs pump the blood and the air in a cardiac cycle in your body. How efficient it is, how strong you can do a sprint, a run, a walk, climbing up the stairs without (sighs) huffing and puffing. I mean, in the general sense, in the most simplest terms we can talk about. But I also want to talk about cardiovascular attitude rather on how you see your performance in cardiovascular activity how you attack it, how you define it for yourself, and why do you do the same cardio workout every time? And a part of that, you look at three different things, at least I did. I looked at why the change in cardiovascular uh, attitude. You also need to discuss the expansion of your personal definition of cardiovascular. And quite frankly, this last one's probably the most important one, I think, is that you need to try a different type of cardiovascular activity. So let's just break it down piece by piece. Your cardiovascular attitude, why change that attitude? Well, if you're still doing previous habits, once again, this is the new year, and old habits, if you're still doing the same type of cardiovascular activity for that previous year, ask yourself what changes were made. Now, if no changes were made or minimal changes were made, that was within the last 12 months. Why bring that same cardiovascular attitude and not change it for the new year? It doesn't make any sense, right? I mean, if we were to make improvements in our cardiovascular activities and making sure that we want to help enhance any type of 
healthy fitness regimen that includes weight resistance and proper meal planning and of course mindset that cardiovascular is one very important component of that four pillar system. So changing your cardiovascular attitude means getting off the treadmill. Now, once again, every piece has its piece, meaning there's a cardiovascular treadmill out there for everybody. That's great. There's a recumbent bike out there for everybody. That's great. There is a walk in the park, a sprint on a hundred yard field. That is great. Every piece has its purpose. But what we try to discuss here on uh, MPT is the cardiovascular that you started with. Has it improved over time? And it's such an important question to ask yourself that when you took the January 1st of the previous year promises, fitness promises, did you start off with a walk, which is okay. Every cardio piece has its place, but is it the same walk that you did come December? Your attitude didn't change. Your attitude was, I'm going to at least get on this treadmill and walk. I'm going to press quick start and walk for 30 minutes low intensity. That's January. If this is you, February, March, April, May, what changed during the course of the year that you made some adjustments to that walking treadmill? Now it has its place, but if it's your primary cardiovascular piece of exercise, that explains why that old habit is still coming to the new year. Keep in mind, change is imminent at least for the body, because that's what you want. You want to change your body because you don't like where you're at now. And that's okay. But in the pursuit, in the pursuit of changing our body, you need to change your attitude towards cardiovascular. That is why the change is needed. Now, starting on the treadmill is fine. Get that. But let's switch it up. Increase the incline, maybe by a 0.5 or a full point up, depending on what type of treadmill you have. If your treadmill is still at the zero zero incline and you're managing to press three or 3.5 for the speed and try and speed walk, you're not doing yourself any justice. And quite frankly, you overpaid for the treadmill because that's all that you're doing. Look at the screen, manipulate the program. Change from manual to pre-programs, which most of them do have. Slowly increase the treadmill as you increase it to from 30 to 35 minutes to 40 minutes to 45 minutes. Manipulate your treadmill. That's what it's there for. You have to see the treadmill as not just a walking machine. It is a brisk walk machine. It is also a lunge machine if you do it right. It is a sprint machine. It is a high intensity, high heel machine. It is a high intensity, high walk machine. It's a cool down machine. It's a warm up machine. Changing your attitude towards a piece of equipment like that will help you get a little bit more creative because you can adopt that, adopt that rather to other pieces of equipment in your local gym or in your home. But treadmills are one of those pieces of equipment that are easy to operate that you can practically plug in, turn on and go. But it is more than that. The same could be said for a recumbent bike. 
Now, what if you change your cardiovascular attitude by doing 15 minutes of maybe a high level, high heel bike routine for 15 minutes, then turn it around and walking at the highest incline in the treadmill. Try that. It'll make those 30 minutes go by really, really fast. As opposed to you sitting there, standing, walking on the treadmill, mindless walking. Keep in mind, there is a reason why we call this the Mindful Personal Training Podcast. You need to be mindful in your training, not be mindless. And what you'll find is that if you're on the treadmill walking, things start to wander. You're watching your phone. You're watching your favorite TV episode, movies, maybe even for some of you, which is the worst offenders, talking on the treadmill while you're trying to work out. That's not mindful. That's having a stroll in the park. This is why the change of cardiovascular attitude is needed. Because if you turn around and gradually change it from a treadmill where I'm just going to walk to a treadmill that has all these different tools, now it becomes a little bit more challenging, a little bit more exciting, and you may look forward to going there because it becomes something you want to conquer. And I'm just talking about the treadmill. Everything can be done with a purpose. You can do that on the recumbent bike. Definitely the rower. I'm a big fan of the stepper. Elliptical can be done the same way. There's all these machines that are made for more just 3.0s for speed and walking aimlessly. I mean, one of the best cardio pieces that I think that is out there is that Versa Climber. And it's, I don't, I mean, Versa Climber does not sponsor the show. So I am saying this freely because through my experience and that it is a tough machine. Now, if you don't know what a Versa Climber is, it's basically you are mountain climbing upright vertically on this machine with both the upper body and lower body working together to get you up. Now, granted, it's not a high, high piece of equipment. It can be. But for those commercial grade Versa Climbers, I rarely see that in commercial gyms only because it's so challenging. The owners of the gym will not purchase it because hardly anybody gets on it. But if you're one of the few, that cardio burn and that type of cardio intensity, even 10 minutes on that Versa Climber, whoo, change your life, man. Change your life stuff right there. So can you imagine if you did, maybe for starters, five, five minutes on a Versa Climber, get off that, walk in an incline on your treadmill, and maybe the incline goes as high as 10 and a brisk walk speed at 3.2 speed, do that for 10 minutes, then go back to the Versa Climber for another five minutes again. Try that. I would rather do that than mindlessly walk on the treadmill or on the elliptical with no challenge, same speed, same incline, or zero for some people for 30, 40 minutes straight. Does it have its place? Absolutely. Should it be your priority? in doing that type of cardio, that that's the cardio that you want to do? Maybe, maybe, maybe having a challenging cardio routine three or four times out of the week is what you need to get you over that hump. Now, does it burn fat? Not necessarily, not necessarily. What we're doing with cardiovascular training is we're strengthening that lung, those lungs rather, that heart pumping good blood, transferring that oxygen so it can be pumped in that cardiac cycle in our body 
to be efficient by the way we breathe, which is very important. Are we burning fat? And no. Are you burning? Are you expending energy? Yes. And that's what we'd like to do. We'd like to expend energy. Too many times people get into all these different things, burn fat, burn fat, burn fat. You're not burning fat. You're changing the size of the fat tissue cell. It's different. That's a whole different type of definition. So when you're talking about cardiovascular, you are looking at changing that attitude and understanding what the purpose is for your cardiovascular system and what the purpose is that those machines and the effort that you do in your cardiovascular routine and how important it is to change your attitude and not just be a treadmill walker. Now you can tell me, well, my knees hurt. Once again, go back to the source. Do your knees hurt because you are heavy? Do your knees hurt because they're structurally damaged? Those are two different things. Are your knees hurt and structurally damaged because you are heavy? Then good luck because it's still going to hurt no matter what you do, whether you're walking, brisk walking, incline, zero, zero incline, you got to get over that because now you just limit yourself for what you can and what you cannot do. I don't buy excuses that you cannot move. What I buy into is you tell your body, you tell yourself what you can do and that will create limits for yourself. If I tell my body that I can do this today, even though I'm full of pain in my ankles, then that is my parameter. If I tell my body that I will not walk today because my ankles are hurt, then I just limited my parameter to doing nothing that day. For your cardiovascular attitude, we talked about that change. We just finished talking about that. Now you needed to expand that definition. And we touched upon that. Your definition of cardiovascular has to be part of your solution of that four-part solution we always talk about. You need cardiovascular, you need weight resistance, you need proper meal planning, and definitely the mindset to put it all together. Those four pillars will always be your successful foundation no matter who you are. Doesn't matter who you are. Weight resistance, cardiovascular, proper meal planning, and mindset work together. But the common fence, the common theme before all, between all four pillars is being mindful of each pillar. You're mindful of your weight resistance. You're mindful of your proper meal planning. You're mindful of that mindset that it doesn't fall into traps of despair and depression and I can't, don't have enough times. All these things fall into play. But when we talk about the cardiovascular aspect of expanding your definition, you need to change it. It is not just treadmill work. It is high intensity. It is moderate to vigorous intensity. It is low intensity. Allow yourself these, allow yourselves these type of avenues for each day you want to attack your cardiovascular. Does it have to be high intensity every day? If you've got the energy for it, go for it. And if you don't, then drop it down to moderate. And if those, some of those days where you just want to go for a long walk, then that's your low intensity. Expanding your definition means using cardiovascular in such a form and a way that if it's something that gets your heart rate up from a comfortable, steady state level, whatever that may be, everybody's different, then do it. If it's something that's fun, then do it. If it's something that you can only do in the morning, then do it. But I 
encourage you to expand the definition to be outside inside the gym. And then when you're inside the gym, if you haven't been on a machine that you've never, ever tried before, try it. Maybe that day, today is the day for you to try something different. Don't get caught in your little cycle of the machines that you know you're comfortable with, because then that tells me you're comfortable with 3.0 speed, zero, zero incline, mindless walking. If you see battle ropes inside your gym, use it. If you see a Versa climber in your gym, congratulate you. Go up to the general manager. You go up to the PT direct and you tell them, thank you so much for bringing this in. Nowadays, you'll see rowers upon rowers. Go on that too. Don't be afraid. You see a stepper, get on it. You see a step meal, get on it. Recumbent bike, sure, get on that. But open it up. I, When I worked in commercial gyms, I encouraged each client to try every cardio piece we have. One, it destroys the boredom. Two, it challenges them to get outside their comfort box and expand their personal definition of what cardiovascular is. The average person in my experience, when I tell them about cardiovascular, I walk, I walk. That's great. That's all you do. You need more. You need to get out there and move in different planes of motion, sagittal planes, frontal planes, transverse planes, diagonal planes. You need to move. That's what makes it fun. You'll see these trends of dance classes and different types of aerobics classes and group classes. It's fun in those classes because you're moving. They're not all just in one place standing still and walking. They're moving. And the, the same can be said for your own personal cardiovascular training. Lateral movements, moving side to side 20 times, 10 times right, 10 times left. Maybe you've got cones that are spread out 20 yards a piece. You're running as fast as you can or jogging to the first cone, then maybe lunging back to the cone that you started at. Sounds a little bit with weight resistance. I get it. But try that 10 times in a row nonstop. You get your heart rate up. I know when I had my, my buddies, we had such a great team and I miss those days a lot. Tire, man. You put that tire down in that grass, you flip it, especially those big Texas tractor tires. Try that. And then after that, plyo jump on top of it and right back the right way. And tell me if you can't get a great cardiovascular workout in 15 minutes with that, because it's going to be a long 15 minutes. Now, granted, some of you can't do that. Maybe just because of age or you don't have that type of equipment. But like we discussed earlier, change your definition. Why the change? Because your cardiovascular attitude needs to go beyond treadmills at zero, zero incline at 3.0 speed. It needs to go beyond that because your body craves that. Your mind may not because you know there's some sort of physical discomfort associated with that. But it does crave that. And the benefits will be there. As long as you put the other three pillars together, you will succeed in losing weight, getting stronger, faster, quicker. If you just do simple, low impact exercises for cardiovascular, knowing that you can do more, it's going to be a longer process for you to lose that weight, get in better shape, and a higher rate of you getting frustrated and wanting to quit because you don't see the results that you want. Expanding your definition is taking cardiovascular exercises 
and using not only the environment of the gym inside those four walls, but outside as well, especially if you live in an environment that is sunny, 80 degrees all year long, great parks, trails, hilly areas. You have to expand your mind a little bit and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the discomfort. It will be there. I promise you, nobody's going to change that. But over time, your body will get tougher. And over time, if you continue this process, your mind will get tougher. You'll get more creative. You'll want to do things more, once again, than just the 3.000 incline on a treadmill for 30, 40 minutes. That's mind-numbing to me. And that leads into the last one. Try a different type of cardio. If you're a runner, and I know many, many runners that love to do the rock and roll marathons and get out there and and do a marathon, do a half, do a 5K. I love that. I love that. But I'd like to get them to do battle ropes, the versa climber, the rower. Kind of switch it up a little bit. Save the joints a little bit. Let them rest. So cross train, running outside and then coming in and doing a stepper inside. You know, one of the examples, we used to have a place and right across the place, there was a huge parking lot, high school parking lot. And that is where all the students would park their cars. And guess what we would do? Like fools, we would be out there on that concrete asphalt running and using the parking stalls of where we wanted to sprint to. Or we would use the entire parking lot, which was huge now, and ran the perimeter. We used to call it 300s because we kind of averaged it out to be uh, 300 yards. And the tough thing about that is that just when you think you're making the corner, you realize, man, I got 200 yards left. You're only good about maybe if that, if you take proper breaks, that's only good for three times. Not necessarily in a row, you're going to take that break. But after three times of doing that, I, you need a little recovery time. <laughs> but the fun thing about that for me It was done with the team, people that I trusted, people that challenged me, and hopefully I challenged them back. And then when we did it, we could always have in our mind and in our conversations that hardly anybody did that. But I tell you, man, we were in cardiovascular shape. And that's just one day out of the week that we did that. We didn't do that every day. There were other things we did as well. Changing your type of cardiovascular goes outside the realms of what you normally and generally generally think of doing cardio. For the most part, everybody grew up with group aerobics classes, treadmills, ellipticals, and bikes. Now we're getting more creative. Of course, recently, and I mean recently in the last maybe 10 years or so, rowers are in every gym. Before that, they weren't. And if it was, it was an old wooden rower. Prior to that, you'd hardly see any Versa climbers. Prior to that, you never see any battle ropes. Prior to that, you never see any slam balls. And don't let me forget about heavy kettlebell work, where if you do kettlebells properly, you can definitely get a high intense cardiovascular workout. But once again, you got to step outside, expand the definition of your cardio, change your cardio attitude, and now you can try that different type of cardiovascular routine. Every gym's different, I get that. But once again, step outside those four walls and that entire world is out there for you to run, side shuffle, 
plyo jump on some soft surfaces for you lucky people running on the beach, plyometrics on the beach. One great cardio workout that I remember is I had a buddy and he had a swing pole and I was getting ready for a show. And I remember that I needed to do, I just needed to mix up my cardio. I, I really, I was getting bored. It was getting tough mentally. And he had a swimming pool. I would high knee in that swimming pool. And I went up about maybe chest high for one minute straight. It was so good on my joints, but I didn't realize I was sweating in the pool. Now you can't tell because of the water splashing everywhere, but I was getting cardio in. And for those of you that do have joint problems like myself, it was great on my ankles. Now, both of my ankles are surgically repaired, so it was, I, it was just heaven, but it was hard. And I didn't realize how hard it was until I actually stopped the routine because I did it. I would do high knees as fast as I could in that water with arms pumping. That's why I went chest high, 60 seconds straight. That's one minute. Okay, cool. First time I tried it, not bad. Easy peasy, I thought. Then I said, well, let's go ahead and do this. 60 seconds, high knees, chest high pull. Great. Then I would walk to a little shallow part and I would plyo jump in the same pool, or excuse me, in the shallow part of the pool and I'd knock out 10. Try to get out of the pool. Now I didn't, but what I did is I would squat down and jump up. It's just the amount of power and energy exertion back to back from 60 seconds, taking a few feet to walk forward, go into the more shallow part and plyo jump out of that, then go back. That's round one. He told me, try and do that for 30 minutes. The only break I had was walking back and forth, but I still had to start it up. Clock was running, ready to go. So the next set of questions would be, I don't have access to a pool. Okay. Then if you lived on the coast or you have access to an area where it's beachy, go for it. Do it there. What difference does it make? And if you still don't have access to that, the same thing I did, you can do on land. I just did it in the water to give my joints a a break. So when you look at your new year and old habits, cardiovascular attitude has to change from the previous year. It can't be bad habits that you had. You got to change your definition or change your cardiovascular attitude. You got to expand that definition and you have to try a different type of cardio. So maybe a commitment that you can make to yourself this year is, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds and oh, I'm going to run a little bit more. I'm going to walk a little bit more. I'm going to get a gym membership. I'm going to eat healthier. Maybe you should try a different type of cardio. Expand your definition. Maybe change your cardiovascular attitude. We'll see you next week. That's going to do it this week for Mindful Personal Training with Dr. Clint Cepeda. That's me, Dr. C. We appreciate all the support. And if you have any more questions, please do not hesitate to drop us a line. Stop by www.drclintcepeda.com. Cepeda, C-E-P-E-D-A. That gets misspelled all the time. We'll see you next week. Take care. Remember, stay healthy, stay well, and stay fit. Dr. Clint Cepeda has a research background in health science and exercise sports science with a focus in obesity and mindfulness. The statements made in this podcast are for educational and motivational purposes only.